Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books right here in the live studios uh, in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just uh, near the English Channel. And I, I'm advertising that I'm really sh reading Srila Prabhupada's books, but we're starting to read the Brihat Bhagavatamrita on his order. And I just found, I got the thumbs up from my brahmachari, techie, assistant, friend, servant, saying that the microphone's working again. For no reason, let's see. Okay. Welcome aboard this journey. Here is a beautiful glorification of the Srimad Bhagavatam written by the author of the Brihat Bhagavatamrita. And I'm going to read this every day like I did with the before we read the Bhagavatam because it's glorifying the Brihat Bhagavatamrita as well. It's from the Sri Krishna Lila Stava by Srila Sananda Goswami. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipiyusha, Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnadya, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Ditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madekabando Matsangin Madguru man mahadana, manishtadagamad bhagya, mad anandana My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin, adini chuchatakada. Hanamun chakadachin mam premna rit kantayospuda. O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om namo bhagavate vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Alright, yesterday we read the dedication, the foreword by Dr. Joseph T. O'Connell, professor, and the preface. Today we're going to begin with a little essay written by Gopi Pranadana Prabhu uh, entitled Srila Sanatan Goswami. This is about the author. What we know about the life of Brihat Bhagavatamrita's author comes to us mostly from Krishnadas Kaviraj's biography of Lord Chaitanya, Chaitanya Charitamrita, and and from Narahari Chakravarti's account of the lives of Lord Krishna's followers, Bhakti Ratnakara. 
These two sources inform us that Srila Sanatana Goswami was a chief direct disciple of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the great apostle of love of Krishna. Sri Sanatana, circa 1488-1558, was the senior most of the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, an exalted group who helped establish the Gaudiya Sampradaya, the school of devotion to Krishna, that accepts Lord Chaitanya to be non-different from Krishna. Bhakti Ratnakara traces six, six generations of Sri Sanatana's lineage. He was born into a family of respectable Saraswat Brahmanas from the southern province of Karnataka. His great-grandfather, Rupeshwar, after a quarrel with his brother, Harihara, migrated to the east, and his grandfather, Padmanabha, settled on the bank of the Ganga at Naihati, West Bengal. Sanatan's father, Sri Kumara, moved further east into what is now the Jessore district of Bangladesh, and had sev several sons, <clears throat> the last three of whom he named Amara, later Sanatan, Santosha, later Rupa, and Balaba, Anupam. These three brothers were from childhood attracted to devotional service. Amara and Santosh were especially attracted to Krishna, Balaba to Lord Ramachandra. Amara had an affinity for the study of Srimad Bhagavatam. In his boyhood, we, were, we are told, he once dreamed that a Brahmana was presenting him a copy of that scripture. The next morning, the same Brahma he, Brahmana he had seen actually came to his door. The next morning, the same Brahmana he had seen actually came to his house and gave him the book. From that time on, Amara was always immersed in Bhagavatamrita, the nectar of the Bhagavatam. As adults, the brothers proved extremely competent scholars and managers. Impressed by their ability, the Mughal tyrant of Bengal, Nawab Hussein Shah, compelled them into government service. Amara was appointed the Nawab's prime minister, Santosh, the chief's assistant minister, and Balaba, the state treasurer. In this way, the Nawab freed himself from military expeditions by turning most of the responsibilities for governing over to the three brothers who established their residence <clears throat> in the town of Ramakeli, near the Nawab's capital. By this time, Santosh was known by his official title, Dabir Khas, and Amara was called Sakura Malik. But despite their powerful positions, their only real joy in life lay in serving Krishna and his devotees. They made their wealthy estate a suitable place for remembering Krishna by planting groves of kadamba and other trees that grow in Vrindavan, the site of Krishna's pastimes, and by building replicas of Krishna's favorite ponds, the sacred Radhakund and Shamakund. The brothers also hosted many learned pandits, and discussions of the Bhagavatam and other shastras went on constantly in their assembly. The three brothers had heard about Lord Chaitanya, <clears throat> who was still living as a family man in Navadvip, and despite feeling utterly unqualified, were eager to meet him. They considered themselves degraded and untouchable, for, for though their father, Kumaradev, had been so strict in his Brahminical principles that if he, even, if he even saw the face of a meat-eater, he would fast for the day. They were now paid servants of, meat -eater, of a meat-eater, the Yavana king. Nonetheless, their enthusiasm impelled them 
to begin corresponding with Lord Chaitanya. And in one letter, the Lord encouraged them to be patient. Para Vyasinini Nari Vyagrapi Grihakarmasu Tad Eva Swa Dayatyantar Navasanga Rasayanam. If a woman is attached to a man other than her husband, she will appear very busy in household affairs, though within her heart always relishing the company of her paramour. Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya 1-12 Soon after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left home to enter the renounced order, he decided to go to Vrindavan. Followed by large crowds, he proceeded north and stopped at Ramakali. Meanwhile, Hussein Shah received news that this sannyasi was creating a stir in the countryside. But by consulting with Dabir Khas and other ministers, the Nawab decided that Chaitanya was a worthy saint, or even God himself, and ordered that no one interfere with his doings. Still, Dabir Khas worried that Hussein Shah, capricious as he was, could change his mind and turn against Lord Chaitanya. Thus, in the middle of the night, Dabir Khas went incognito with Sakura Malik to warn the Lord of the potential danger. The two approached Lord Chaitanya with straws between their teeth as a sign of humility, bowed prostrate before him, and with plaintive prayers confessed their unfitness to receive his mercy. In response, the Lord showered them with affection. Shuni Mahaprabhu Kabe, Shuna Dabir Khas, Tumi Dui Bhai, Mora Puratana Das. After hearing their prayer, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, My dear Dabir Khas, you two brothers are my old servants. Aji Hoite Dun Haranama Rupa Sanatan, Dainya Chada Tomara Doinye Pate Morenmana. My dear Sakura Malik, from this day your names will be changed to Rupa Srila Rupa and Srila Sanatan. Now please abandon your humility, for my heart is breaking to see you so humble. Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya 1 207 and 208. Sanatan advised that Lord Chaitanya not go to Vrindavan with so many people. And Lord Chaitanya accepted the advice and returned to his base at Puri. The three brothers, Rupa, Sanatan and Anupam, then made plans to abandon their material life and join him. And they engaged Brahmanas <clears throat> in performing purificatory rituals to help them quickly realize this hope. Soon Rupa and Anupam loaded the bulk of their wealth on a large boat and left Ramakali for their hometown, leaving their senior brother Sanatan alone to deal with Hussein Shah. In case Sanatan might need emergency funds, Rupa deposited a large sum with a merchant in Ramakali and informed Sanatan about this in a letter. The rest of their wealth he distributed among brahmanas, vaishnavas, and their own family members. On the plea of illness, Sanatan began to ignore his government duties and stayed home studying Bhagavatam in his assembly of pandits. The Nawab, however, sent his physician to check on Sanatan and received a report that nothing was wrong with Sanatan's health. The Nawab himself then went to Ramakali to confront Sanatan, and when Sanatan refused to resume his responsibilities, Hussein Shah put him in prison. Rupa and Anupam got news that Lord Chaitanya was making a second attempt to visit Vrindavan, and they started traveling in that direction. <clears throat> By then, 
Lord Chaitanya was already on his way back from Vrindavan and the brothers met him at Prayag. There, Lord Chaitanya instructed Rupa Goswami for ten days and blessed him with the power to disseminate pure devotional service. Rupa wanted to accompany the Lord back to Puri, but the Lord ordered him instead to go to Vrindavan and gave him what for him and Sanatana would be their life's mission to discover the forgotten places of Krishna's pastimes <clears throat> and write books to, dis to, discover, to, di to establish the science of Krishna consciousness for the modern age. Soon, he promised, the brothers could visit him in Puri. Rupa and Anupam went on to Vrindavan, which was then a wild jungle. While waiting for Sanatana, they took up a new life of extreme renunciation and intense, blissful meditation on the Supreme Lord's pastimes. As the time approached for Lord Jagannath's cart festival in Puri, which Lord Chaitanya celebrated yearly with his Orisan and Bengali devotees, Rupa and Anupam started the long walk to Puri. During the journey on the banks of the Ganga, Anupam passed away. Only after considerable time would Rupa and Sanatan be able to reunite to spend the rest of their lives in Vrindavan. Srila Kavikarnapur Srila Kavikarnapur, an eminent poet among Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's devotees, has written in Chaitanya Chandradaya 929.38 Yak Prag Eva Priya Ganaganaya Gadabado Pimukto Gehadyasad Rasa Ivapado Murta Eva Pyamurti Murtaha Primala Pyre Dridatada Parivanga Parivishanga Rangai Priyage Tam Sri Rupam Samam Anupanina Nu from the beginning, Srila Rupa Goswami was bound by attraction to the qualities of his beloved Lord, yet free from the false identification of family life. Although Srila Rupa had no material body, he was the embodiment of the transcendental tastes of devotional service. At Prayag, the Lord bestowed mercy on Rupa and his brother Anupam, holding lo loving conversations with them and embracing them with wholehearted pleasure. Kalena Rindavana Keli Varta Luptititam Kya Pyayitum Vishishya Kripam Ritena Chadevas Tetraiba Rupam Chasanatanam Va in due course of time, the transcendental news of Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan was almost lost. To carry out the work in Vrindavan of explicitly enunciating those pastimes, Sri Titanya Mahaprabhu empowered Srila Rupa Goswami and Srila Sanatana Goswami with the nectar of His mercy. Using the money left by Rupa, Sanatan bribed the jailkeeper and gained release from prison. He then at once headed north to join Rupa in Vrindavan. Overcoming various difficulties, he arrived disheveled and travel-worn at Benares, where he learned that Lord Chaitanya was staying at the house of a devotee named Chandrasekhar. Sanatan found his way to Chandrasekhar's door and sat down, not daring to ask to be allowed inside. But Lord Jitanya knew without being told that Sanatan had arrived and requested Chandrasekhar to invite into the house the saintly Vaishnava waiting at the door. Chandrasekhar looked outside but saw only what he thought was a dirty Muslim beggar <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya sent Chandrasekhar 
back to let the beggar in, and the Lord embraced Sanatan like a lost son. For two months, the Lord kept Sanatan in Benares and instructed him in all the important aspects of pure devotional service to Krishna. And the Lord empowered Sanatan as he, as he had Rupa to teach Krishna consciousness to the world. As described in the drama Chaitanya Chandradaya 9.34, in 35, Sri Sanatan, Sri Rupa's elder brother, was the prized jewel of the court of the king of Goda. Yet Sanatan gave up his fabulous wealth and power to accept the youthful goddess of renunciation. Although his heart was filled with the ecstatic tastes of devotion, he, he externally appeared like an outcast mendicant. Thus he resembled a great lake covered with moss. He was very affectionate to those who knew the tastes of devotion. As soon as Sanatana arrived and Lord Chaitanya saw him, the Lord's eyes at once overflood with tears of compassion and with both arms, broad like war clubs, the Champaka Golden Lord embraced him with merciful kindness. In Vrindavan, Rupa and Sanatan were fully immersed in the mood of separation, remembering Krishna and his eternal devotees. The brothers gave up all material indulgences, wandered about the Holy Land with no fixed residence, and almost completely forgot to eat and sleep, sometimes staying together and sometimes moving separately. They constantly searched for the got forgotten places of Krishna's pastimes and wrote books on advanced topics of Krishna consciousness, guided always by Srimad Bhagavatam and other devotional scriptures. Sanatanya was not yet 30 years old when he arrived in Vrindavan and he stayed there for more than 40 years up to the end of his life. He traveled all around the holy district treating the residents of each village with great affection. Because he considered all the Brajabhasis dear to Krishna, he traveled all around the holy district, treating the residents of each village with great affection, because he considered all the, all the Brajabhasis dear to Krishna. Though a renunciate, normally has no business with material affairs, he would show honest concern for all the villagers, asking them whom their sons and daughters were going to marry, how much milk their cows were giving, and so on. And the Brajbasis loved him like their own father. While staying at Mahavan, where Krishna had played as an infant, Sanatan rediscovered one of the three presiding deities of Vrindavan, Sri Madan Mohan. Observing some boys playing near the bank of the Yamuna at Mahavan, Sanatan noticed that one of the boys was especially attractive. That night, the same boy came to Sanatan in a dream and said he wanted to come live in Sanatan's hut. In the morning, Sanatan stepped outside to find the deity of Madan Mohan standing by the door. He took Madan Mohan to Dwadashaditya Hill in Vrindavan Forest, where Sri Advaita Acharya Prabhu had earlier worshipped the same deity and began to serve Madan Mohan as best he could in his humble circumstances. It pained him, however, to be unable to offer Madan Mohan anything better than dry chapatis to eat without even salt. To relieve Sanatana Goswami's anxiety, Madan Mohan himself arranged for his own opulent worship. While bringing, while bringing a boatload of merchandise to Mathura, a rich merchant from Multan, Krishnadas Kapoor, ran aground on the shore of the Yamuna at Dwadashaditya Hill. Krishnadas went to Sanatana to beg his blessings 
and Sanatana assured him that Krishna would help him get his goods safely to market. That same day, a rainstorm swelled the Yamuna and freed the boat, and Krishna Das, after selling his goods, offered the proceeds to Sanatan. Srila Sanatan asked him to use the money to build a temple and establish proper royal worship for Ramaran Mohan. The splendid temple of Marana Mohan was a prime attraction of Vrindavan for two centuries, and though desecrated near the end of the 17th century by Emperor Aurangzeb, still stands beautifully today. Sanatan Goswami spent his last days on the side of Govardhan Hill at Manasi Ganga Lake, near to Chakaleshwar, one of four deities of Lord Shiva <clears throat> that, protect, protect, that protect the four directions of Vrindavan. Every day, <clears throat> Sanatan would <clears throat> walk the longer of the paths around Govardhan, some 40 kilometers. Although the physical exertion was difficult, unable to tolerate Sanatan's austerities, Krishna appeared to him in person and gave him a large stone from Govardhan marked with his own footprint. <clears throat> Krishna asked Sanatan to simply walk around this Srila daily and that, <clears throat> and that would be equal to circumambulating the whole hill. When Srila Sanatan passed away at Manasiganga, men in the villages all over Braja shaved their heads as if their own father had died. Sanatan's nephew, Sri Jiva, brought Sanatan's remains to Vrindavan and installed them in a samadhi, sacred tomb, at the Madan Mohan temple. And, Sanatan Go and Sanatan's Govardhan Shila he brought for worship in his own temple, that of, that of Radha Damodar. Sanatan Goswami wrote four major books, Hari Bhakti Vilas, composed under the direct order of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the standard smriti or handbook of devotional practices for the followers of Mahaprabhu. Vaishnavatoshini Dashamatipani is Srila Sanatan's elaborate commentary full of sublime realizations about Krishna's pastimes on the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Krishna Lila Stava, also known as Dashamacharita, is a concise poetic summary of the first half of the tenth canto describing Krishna in Vrindavan and Briyat Bhagavatamrita is a set of two stories presenting in 2,514 verses the essential teachings of the Bhagavatam. His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada in his purport to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Adi Lila, chapter 5, verse 203, remarks, Sri Sanatan Goswami Prabhu, the teacher of the science of devotional service, wrote several books, of which the Brihat Bhagavatamrita is very famous. Anyone who wants to know about the subject matter of devotees, devotional service, and Krishna must read this book. Sanatan Goswami also wrote a special commentary on the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam known as the Dashama Tipani which is so excellent that by reading it one can understand very deeply the pastimes of Krishna in his exchanges of loving activities. In another purport to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Antya 481 <clears throat> Srila Prabhupada writes Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu wanted to accomplish many purposes through the exegetical, exegetical endeavors of Srila Sanatan Goswami. First, Sanatan Goswami compiled the book named Brihat Bhagavatamrita to teach people how to become devotees, execute devotional service, and attain love of Krishna. Second, 
he compiled the Hari Bhakti Vilas, wherein he collected authoritative scriptural injunctions regarding how a Vaishnava should behave. Only by the endeavors of Sri Sanatana Goswami were all the lost places of pilgrimage in the Vrindavan area excavated. He established Madana Mohan, the first deity in the Vrindavan area, <clears throat> and by his personal behavior, he taught how one should he taught how one should act in the renounced order, completely devoted to the service of the Lord. By his personal example, he taught people how to stay in Vrindavan to execute devotional service. <clears throat> the principal mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was to preach Krishna consciousness. Mathura and Vrindavan are the abodes of Lord Krishna. Therefore, these two places are very dear to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he wanted to develop their glories through Sanatan Goswami. Hare Krishna. Part 1 Sri Bhagavat Kripa Sara Nidar Finding the Essence of the Supreme Lord's Mercy. <clears throat> Chapter 1 Boma on the earth. Text 1 Jayati Nijapadabja Prema Dhanavatirno Bibida Madurima Bibida Madurimabdi Kopikaishora Gandhi Gataka Paramachantam Yasichitanya Rupad Anubhava Padamaptam Prema Gopishunityam All glories to that inconceivable Lord who descended to bestow the gift of perfect love for his own lotus feet. He is an ocean filled with many kinds of sweetness and he always bears the fragrance of fresh youth. In his form as Sri Chaitanya, he has realized the last extreme of transcendental experience, the love residing eternally in the gopis. Commentary <clears throat> The purpose of this book is to explain bhakti, pure devotional service, to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the bestower of bhakti. He also bestows both material enjoyment and liberation, or oneness with the Supreme, but one who has bhakti relishes an abundance of happiness far greater than even the ecstasy of liberation. What to speak of the petty happiness of material enjoyment. Moreover, the devotion described <clears throat> moreover, the devotion described here focuses solely on the lotus feet of Sri Krishna, the master of the gopis of Sri Nandabraj or Vrindavan. Such bhakti consists of prema, pure love of God, and not only ordinary prema, but the special kind that follows the mood of the residence of Vrindavan. That prema is the ultimate perfection of love in which the devotee has absolutely no interest in anything separate from Krishna. As the last chapters of this book will show, the devotees who worship the Lord with such pure devotion achieve the highest possible success. They live forever in the world called Goloka, far above Vaikuntha, the official kingdom of God. There in Goloka, according to their pleasure, 
they freely enjoyed the company of Lord Krishna, Sri Nanda Kishore. Srila Sanatana Goswami will fully present all these ideas as this narration unfolds. But first, he invokes auspiciousness in this verse and the following nine verses. As if beginning for his Lord, as if begging for his Lord's rarely obtained mercy, he praises the Lord's supreme greatness. The first word, jayati, all glories, indicates that the author's most worshipable Lord excels everyone else. Although the words jai and jayati are commonly used to glorify practically anyone or anything, here jayati expresses excellence in its most unrestricted sense, the final limit of perfection, in which the Supreme Lord freely distributes devotion for His own all-attractive lotus feet. He does this by revealing the charm of His beauty, personal qualities, and pleasure pastimes. Although the devotion He gives away is imbued with pure prema, the rarest of treasures meant for only for the most elevated souls. He grants it even to those who were fallen and wretched. Who is this most generous Lord? He can never be adequately, adequately described, for He is an unlimited ocean of various kinds of attractiveness, beauty, fine character, and so on. His attractive features, therefore, are fathomless, all-expansive, and perpetual. Describing the attraction of the Lord's beauty, Sri Sanatana Goswami states that Sri Krishna has the fragrance of youth, a constant, special presence, like the scent of a flower. In other words, even as an infant and a child, he exhibits the perfect beauty of full-blown youth. Thus, Lord Kapiladev said to his mother in the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam 3.28.17 Apicca darshanam shashvat sarvaloka namaskritam santam bhayasikaishore vritnyanu brahakartaram The Lord is eternally very beautiful and He is worshipable by all the inhabitants of every planet. He is ever youthful and always eager to bestow His blessings upon His devotees. Since the possessor of such eternal youth, Sri Krishna, enjoys His private pastimes in the remote realm of Goloka, one might doubt whether contact with Him is possible for souls conditioned by material nature. It is not beyond the scope of good fortune. Is it not beyond the scope of good fortune for ordinary persons to hear about and understand the uniqueness of devotion to Krishna? Since this book attempts to make public the secret glories of Krishna, one might therefore ask whether writing such a book is not a hopeless endeavor. The author answers that, that doubt conclusively in this verse. Before mentioning Sri Krishna's other unique qualities, he first refers to the Lord's exceptional generosity. Lord Krishna <clears throat> descended from Goloka to, earth, to the earth 5,000 years ago to the district of Mathura to charitably give pure love for his own lotus feet. By thus appearing personally, the Lord made His special mercy readily available, readily obtainable. I'll read that again. By thus appearing personally, the Lord made His special mercy readily obtainable. Although one may also correctly say that He has descended to kill Kangsa and other evil kings, He has unlimited energies that could achieve such a minor purpose. 
making pure love of God available by appearing Himself was therefore His primary purpose because no deputized person could have done it, could have done it on His behalf. Queen Kunti therefore says in the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.8.20 Tita Paramahangsanam Muninam Amalatmanam Bhakti Yoga Vidanartam Katam Pashemahistriyaha You yourself descend to propagate the transcendental science of devotional service unto the hearts of the advanced transcendentalists and mental speculators who are purified by being able to discriminate between matter and spirit. How then can we women know you perfectly? Srila Sridhar Swami has paraphrased this prayer in his commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam. How can we women see you who have appeared as an avatara to make even self-satisfied saints take to devotional service by attracting them with your personal qualities? Srila Sanatana Goswami has first referred to Sri Krishna's magnanimity in this invocation verse. Now he continues to, to describe Krishna's characteristics and how they continue to his contribute to his purpose of distributing pure love of Godhead. The second half of the verse indicates the sweet charm of Krishna's pleasure pastimes. Krishna is the darling of the young cowherd women of Braja, whose love for him never fails. By alluding to this love, the verse hints at the meaning of the exalted ten-syllable Gopal Mantra, which will play an important role in the second part of Sri Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Not only has the Lord freely distributed prema to many fortunate souls, but He also, but He always has great love for His devotees, beginning with the gopis of Vrindavan. Prema Gopishu Nityam. In general, Lord Krishna feels affinity for his devotees in response to the particular ways they love him. But because the love the gopis feel for him is completely unconditional, natural, unmotivated, and causeless, they have always been more dear to him than anyone else, and they always will be. The gopis' unsurpassed spiritual status should therefore never be questioned. <clears throat> As shown by the word nityam, eternally, he is never indifferent to the gopis or dissatisfied with them. Sri Narada and other authoritative devotees will confirm this in their own words later in Sri Brihad Bhagavatamrita in the description of the glories of Goloka. Again, someone may doubt the possibility of ever understanding the Vrindavan Gopis' love for Krishna. Indeed, as long as one's mind is even slightly affected by lust, anger and greed, one cannot begin to appreciate the sublime purity of their love. But by the powerful mercy of Krishna in His most recent appearance on earth, these impediments can be overcome with wonderful ease. Although Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is none other than Lord Krishna Himself, He has descended to exhibit the true nature of Prema Bhakti. Thus, He manifests in Himself the ecstatic mood of the gopis, their ever-increasing love for Sri Krishna, which is reflected proportionately in Krishna's ever-expanding love for them. This revelation is Sri Chaitanya, is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's priceless contribution to the world's wel welfare, by which he becomes the only real friend of the unhappy and degraded. He has thus allowed persons of our modern times to directly experience the mutual love of Krishna and the gopis. 
and those who can understand the gopis' perfect love can properly understand the super-excellence of Lord Krishna. By mentioning these matters, Srila Sanatana is outlining the basic theme of, of, this, of his book. The first part of Sri Briyat Bhagavatamrita will pursue the question of where the Lord's mercy ultimately resides. The conclusion is that the gopis are his most beloved devotees and that their love for him is the highest achievement of life. Since the author has personally experienced this truth, it will not be difficult for him to describe it for our benefit. There are no grounds for doubt. Therefore, Vaishnavas should hear everything in this book with full confidence. Hare Krishna The Gold Standard of English of all the BBT books. So it's chapter 8. I'm going to stop here. We made it through the history of Sanatana Goswami and the first invocation verse of the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, part 1. Hare Krishna. I'm so happy. I think that the microphone is working. I'm so happy Krishna has arranged it by the hard work of uh, Abhaya Das Brahmachari and Davide, uh, the husband of Ragalika Devi Dasi, uh, who live in London. And it is his uh, Facebook account, a page of which is I use to uh, record these daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Okay, I'll stop there. Hare Krishna. Thank you all for your attentive ears and may the world, uh, more and more people of the world, through this daily readings, get this nectar of Sri Brihat Bhagavatamrita. Hare Krishna. So any reflections, comments? <clears throat> Rati Manjari says Jai Guru Maharaj. Here's Rati Manjari. Haribo Rati, somehow or other by the mystic power of Abhay Das Brahmachari, uh, the microphone started to work. From Gopakanya. Mm-hmm. He says, Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all devotees, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Sudevi Dasi. Hare Krishna, Sudevi Dasi. She says, Hare Krishna, Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Glories to this glorious time we are all having together, relishing this nectar for the heart. Glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Bo, Hare Bo. Samabeda Bhakta Bindaki Jai. There's a comment from Red Willow. Red Willow? Well, okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you for your selfless service. You made me feel totally seen and accepted when I first met you. You told me welcome home, and I didn't realize at the time how prophetic that statement was. <laughs> All I knew was that as I watched you speak, I was transported to another dimension, <laughs> the dimension of the soul, where we are all relating to one another as souls. Mm. It has been two years since that day, and I so thank you for your compassion, warmth, and equanimity in how you received me. Eternally grateful for your presence. Hari Hari Bol. Hari Hari Bol. Thank you, Red Willow. And uh, Rati Manjari sent a link to see Srila Sanatana Goswami's deity. Oh, uh, thanks. Gopakanya also comments, she says, Luckily we are, how lucky we are to hear you. 
Relishing the nectar through your lotus mouth, dear Maharaj, try Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Sanatana Goswami ki jai, Brihad Bhagavatamrita ki jai, and Gopi Parananana Prabhu ki jai, and Jai Dwaita Swami Maharaj ki jai. I did the first edit of this book, and then Jai Dwaita Maharaj did the polish edit, and I can say without a shadow of a doubt that he is a genius. <laughs> Hare Krishna. And uh, something from Goranga Gopal. But I remember working with the two of them in Govardhan for years doing this book. It was some of the most ecstatic time of my life. I was there sometimes by myself, you know, editing, learning how to edit and editing at the same time. And, you know, the telephone didn't work. There was no internet. This was back in 1998, 1999, and a few, you know, 1988 to 2003 or 2004. And uh, I was hearing things that no one in the Western world had ever heard before because this commentary of Sanatana Goswami had never been translated into English Or before, and there's been lots of great scholars, but anyone, oh, Gopi Paranadana Prabhu, let me just wax philosophical for a moment. He had such a grasp of the philosophy of Sanskrit and of English and of all of the cultural, philosophical, and all other aspects of this, the subject of this book that he wrote it as if it just flowed from him it was amazing in the foreword we wrote we read yesterday in the foreword we, we read yesterday uh, Dr. Joseph O'Connell said that as he was reading trying to understand this was a really big guy he was like the number one authority in the, in the academic community of the world on Gaudiya Vaishnava, he's expert in Sanskrit, expert in these literatures, and he said he forgot that he was right, that he was reading a translation. Each unit flowed so nicely from one to the next, to the one one thing to the next. This is hugely high uh, praise coming from a person like him, and then to publish it in a foreword. Because people of his level, they have to be very careful what they say. You know, everything depends on their reputation in the academic community. So all these things together uh, are glorification of Srila Prabhupada for producing a disciple that could do what Gopi Pranadana Prabhu and Jai Dwaita Maharaj could do. I saw with my own eyes this miracle. Hare Krishna. This is from Goranga Gopal Das. Mm. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you again for reading tonight. By offering us such great opportunity to please Krishna by conversing about him, you show us so much mercy. I was wondering whether we can study Sanatana Goswami's Hari Bhakti Vilas, while not yet having a BBT version available that I know of. As a neophyte devotee, what is the best way to learn how to behave properly in devotional service? Well, you know, the there's a there's a purport, and I'm unfortunately I can't direct you to the exact number of the chapter and then the book. Uh, but I think it's in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. In which, in which Prabhupada <clears throat> said that Sanatana Goswami um, gathered together all the rules and regulations for uh, the behavior of Vaishnavas. And some of that came from Smarta uh, literatures. Smarta Brahmanas were ones who are fixed in the rules and regulations. 
And he even said, Prabhupada, that some of it is not actually per perfectly applicable to us as uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavas. This is a great mystery. It sounds um, contradictory. It's not contradictory because it's all true. But I think because Srila Prabhupada did not emphasize it so much, you know, but in the books of the PBT, through the Bhaktivedanta purports, through this literature, through the Chaitanya Charitamrita especially, through the uh, Nectar of Devotion, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, you can learn about all the things that are essential uh, in how to behave as a Vaishnava. That's my considered opinion. So even if you don't read the, the details of every movement that Vaishnava makes, if they're perfectly uh, they're perfect in their regulations of all the different aspects of Vaishnava life, you can get the essence of it from Srila Prabhupada's purports in, the, in his major works. Everything you need to become a pure devotee and go back to Godhead in this lifetime. Hare Krishna. Next is something from Bhakti Ben. Hey Bhakti Ben, Hari Bol. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. This is so interesting and illuminating. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu encouraged his Sanatana Goswami and his brothers to be patient when they began corresponding. It is very clear that Lord Chaitanya had a plan for them. Yes. Impatience is something I personally experience. I have an urge to be further along and to know what the future holds and thus become frustrated and subsequently risk getting in the way of the Lord's plan for me. <laughs> I try to sprint before learning how to walk. How can one develop the quality of patience and trust that Krishna's plan will be revealed in good time? Well, don't worry about that, Bhakti Ben. You are developing eagerness to be Krishna conscious and Krishna will arrange everything for you. There's a limit to what we can do ourselves. But at the same time, there are things that we can do ourselves. And you're doing the first thing, which is the essential, you know, prerequisite and that's eagerness you know when your desire becomes so strong that you can't live for another moment without that knowledge without that level of consciousness then Christian will arrange everything in the meantime while you're in a material body like the rest of us you have to tolerate you're forced to tolerate and by being forced to tolerate and then from there forcing yourself to follow the rules and regulations of devotional life, especially the chanting of your 16 rounds, the memorizing of the 10 offenses against the holy name, and the, the exertion, not exertion, but the intense endeavor yeah, to remember those, uh, to memorize and know those 10 offenses so thoroughly that you will be able to catch yourself before you make one and stop making offenses to the holy name and chant while trying to give up offenses and follow the regulated principle strictly. Because if you follow the regulated principle strictly and you chant 16 rounds of Hare Krishna mantra daily while trying to give them up constantly, you will attain the goals of life, the goal of life, Krishna Prema. It sounds so simple, it sounds so easy, and that's our problem. This restlessness comes from a strong conditioning to do things and know more things and, you know, compete, to overlord, to conquer. But the main things you have to conquer are your mind and senses. So you do, you're in the right place 
doing the right thing with the right devotees, Dr. Ben, keep going out and distributing his books. That is the quickest way to realization that I know of from personal experience. Hare Krishna. Next is from Krishnangi Mulder. Hare Krishna, Krishnangi Mulder. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thank you. My heart is nourished and encouraged. I am feeling the loving concern and care of Sri Krishna and his associates. I am grateful to travel in my heart to Vrindavan. Yes, if we can't be there physically, we should live there in our hearts. That's the fact. There's a comment from Davide. Davide, Haribo. Congratulations, you it did it. It was your magic touch, your mystic power that got the uh, that got the uh, microphones to work again. She said, "Unnecessary recognition, Maharaj. It's only a beautiful opportunity to be able to help." Thank you, Maharaj, for mentioning my efforts, but Abai is the real hero that has the patience to deal with my long-winded ways. <laughs> so happy I can be useful and help. Hari Bol. Hari Krishna Devide. Thank you so much for being there for us, for supporting us in the, way you, the, the lovely ways you do. You're a pillar of the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Literally, because in your, it's in your Facebook account. Next is from Vilas Manjari. Mm. She says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is true nectar, beautiful glorification of Sri Sanatana Goswami and Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Thank you. Mm. And from Vangsi Vilasi Das. Hare Krishna Vangsi Vidasi. He says, Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. Thank you so much for the reading. Krishna's magnanimity and generosity is highlighted in this verse. Sometimes, however, it is explained that Lord Chaitanya is especially merciful, whereas Krishna demands a high standard of surrender up front. Is it the case that Krishna's mercy is somehow becoming eclipsed by the extreme kindness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on the people of Kali Yuga, thus making Krishna seem a little stricter? There's no difference between Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna. Krishna is Chaitanya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Not an incarnation, not an expansion. The original Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, Swayam, Bhagavan, in the mood of Srimati Radharani. That's what makes him so incredibly unique. But he's no different than Krishna. Next is a comment from Gopakanya. Mm. She says, Vaisheshka Prabhuji was also telling in one of his lectures that you used to read loudly at his home for months while editing the book, and they used to hear together with many other devotees and crying at some points. And he was recommending us to read the book. Lucky we are, we are hearing the nectar through you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Jai Veshashika Prabhu Ki Jai. My inspiration, my best friends and inspiration. He's literally uplifting the book distribution of Srila Prabhupada all over the world. So powerful. Nineteen years we were in Govardhan every Kartik, reading five hours a day. And we went through the Bhagavatamrita once, maybe twice, during the, that time. Hare Krishna. Bhakti Ben says, wow, thanks, Maharaj. Our pleasure. Thank you, everyone. 
Sri Brihat Bhagavatamrita Ki Jai Srila Sanatan Goswami Prabhupada Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Samabeda Bhakta Brinda Ki Jai uh, Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo See you tomorrow night Same time, same place, same topic and we're going to get into deeper into the Brihat Bhagavatamrita tomorrow Hare Krishna